Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello welcome back to the Stompcast. Welcome back to part three. Jodie and I are wandering and we've got two very wet dogs with us. No, that is not Abby and Charlie. That is very much the Charlie. Oh, they're going to get me fed up. I'm going to get that later on. Yeah. Just giving me the evil eyes. Um, welcome back, everyone. Uh, I hope you're enjoying your day. If you're starting the Stomp or whether you've just rolled on through the last two parts, thank you for joining us. Uh, in this part, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the life lessons uh, and also, of course, we're going to do Health Fact of the Week. Let's get going. So looking back on your life so far and all the things that you've done, what are the kind of main life lessons that you've taken away? And I think also when looking at you know, experiences and modeling, what are the kind of lessons that you could maybe share for anyone that's aspiring that wants to work in fashion, either in front of camera or behind camera, I guess? Yeah, I, I suppose the, the biggest one in the fashion industry is that you know, there's the constant rejection. There's a lot of, you know, very early age rejection from, of, you know, creating a thicker skin but not losing touch of yourself, um, of not kind of becoming incredibly kind of sour and bitter because you, you're getting rejected on a daily basis. You're not tall enough, you're not, you haven't blue, your eyes are not blue enough. You're, and you, it's very easy to take this to heart. So I had to learn very much to, to kind of like literally every morning I'd get in the shower every evening and I would just wash all those kind of negative points and things going in my head that I, I would normally stew about. I had to learn how to get rid of these. And so I always had like crystals. I always believed in going out and having bare feet on the ground, kind of really getting in touch with nature, going for stomps, going for walks, kind of trying to get any, rid of any kind of negativity was really, really important because I didn't know how to deal with that at a younger age, in my teenage years, and it then manifested and I started getting anxiety and panic attacks. So I learned how to kind of let that all just wash over me. But it took years and years of kind of retraining. And so I suppose the big thing was, you know, when people are mean, when people are horrible, if you're being trolled, if you're just getting constant rejections or being put down, you know, you've got to try. I know it's hard, but let it just wash down the sink because it's not going to last. You know, it too will come to an end. It too will change. Yeah, just um, shall pass. Yeah, so exactly. So it's, it's very important just to try and become the bigger person, the better person, rise above it, and don't allow yourself to, to be on a level of that person that will be dishing out that that rejection that negativity or those kind uh, horrible words so just rise above be a better person keep your chin up and just learn how to love who you are because no one else can really and it is true no one else can love you until you've learned to really love yourself and i think it's a really important thing um, wise, wise and to be words. kind 
be oh, kind. Yes. Be kind to everybody, everybody on your way up because you'll meet them on your way back down. And it's really important whether it's, you know, your taxi driver or someone in the street that's bumped into you or, you know, something along... A fellow stomper. Fellow stomper. Be kind. Do a kind thing every day is really important. You know, whether it is buying someone that's on the streets or a homeless person a sandwich or, you know, say a nice thing. Try and make someone smile. You know, something like that. Just kill with kindness. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And you'll always sleep better at night knowing that you've been kind to others and you've done your best as well in the yeah. day. I, um, I was at um, Parliament um, at Westminster an event um, that we hosted basically trying to get funding for early support hubs and a lot of you that follow my Instagram will see uh, campaigns around getting funding for early support hubs to help young people around the country basically to give them the support early. And one of the ways that we exemplified I guess carrying the stress and, and the weight and things like anxiety or, or depression and the pressure that young people can be under is using mm. the bucket analogy. So we use this analogy, and, and, I, and I really love this, of, of, of a bucket where you're, everyone's carrying a bucket and in that bucket, whenever something happens that's difficult in life, maybe it's a knockback, maybe it's something someone said to you, maybe it's just your own experience of failure or whatever it might be, mm. you add a, a beanbag, you add weight oh to that bucket. And obviously, if you just keep adding weight to the bucket, it goes from being very light I'd be to heavier. I'd be literally dragging a burden around <laughs> in my early age. Yes, I mean, exactly. And, and you keep adding things to this bucket. And if you don't know how to kind of release that weight mm. and how to offload some of these beanbags, mm then your bucket becomes so heavy that eventually, no matter how strong you are, becomes too heavy to bear, too heavy to carry. And part of that is, yes, us learning the techniques to deal with it. And as you said, really grounding, yeah. learning to let things go, letting yeah. things wash off us. Yeah. But also it's making sure that externally the environment is that people come along and go, do you know what, that person's bucket looks really heavy. Let's either help them carry it yes. or let's help them actually unload some of that. Let's, let's take some of that weight out of that and support them. And, yeah. and I find that a really interesting uh, kind it's of analogy. Amazing. It's amazing. And I'm so, I'm so happy, you know, being someone that was a youngster and suffering from anxiety and uh, panic attacks where I went to a doctor and I got told to breathe in a brown paper bag and was put on beta blockers. Uh, yeah. and, and then I couldn't talk about it because I, I thought I was going mad. Just the relief of actually people that if you go, oh my God, I don't know what's happening to me. You know, you're in a supermarket or something like that. And you're going, well, I, can't, I can't breathe. I can't. There'd be so many people that would recognize it. And I hope people that would turn around and go, it's okay. And, and, you know, take you outside or do something or get on the phone and mm. speak to someone that will go, it's okay, we've got you. Um, it, it just, it makes me so happy that people won't be suffering in silence because there are amazing things like what you're doing um, and different places where people can go to or talk to people or that, that are readily available. It just makes, makes me just, oh, my heart sing that... It just feels that we are get, like, I we're think getting, we're getting progress. I mean, the fact, actually, to be honest, I was saying this to one of the MPs in Parliament, to the fact that under a conservative leadership, that, you know, regardless of what you think about, you know, the Tory party or so on, just a factual acknowledgement, I guess, that the fact we're holding a mental health mm. event uh, to raise awareness about mental oh health God. and for the funding in, in, Parliament. in Parliament is Incredible. 10 years ago, there is absolutely no way. No. I'm sorry, I don't care who is in. I don't believe that anyone would have held. Nope. such an event and, and I think you know the fact that we're doing that arguably under that leadership is 
it's testament to all the people out there who continue to beat that drum, who continue to push yeah. and to say, actually, we need to do better. And, you know, our yeah. young people deserve better as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. It's brilliant and well done to you um, for, for really spearheading the whole thing. It really is incredible. Well, that's kind, but I mean, it's, you know, you sharing your experience, you talking about experiencing, uh, you know, panic attacks. There will undoubtedly be people listening who well, resonate terrifying. with that, who go, gosh, yeah, I really know how that feels. And actually they go, do you know what? This person's gone through that, and they've then gone yeah. and raced cars around it and will, done all these different it, things. Yeah. And you learn that you, you can be, you can experience a struggle with mental health and be yeah. successful, and yeah. actually do really scary stuff as well. Exactly. I try and deplete my adrenal gland mm. so much doing terrifying things that I know that I won't have a panic attack or fight or flight because I've got none left. Well, okay, there is a certain. There's definitely is, and I was riding around um, the race circuits uh, in Almira, which yeah. is outside of Alicante, and yeah, I was going around. And I've never done track down a, a bike. bike. I've done yeah. cars before, and you know, going around on this. BMW 1000RR, which is like Amazing. almost a MotoGP level of bike, absolutely yes. 160 mile an hour down the back straight. Really and then you actually, you know, people think, oh my gosh, that's crazy. But the feeling of oh. almost fear and also exhilaration and adrenaline, it makes you feel so alive and so present. And there's nothing else you're worrying about in that moment other than the fact that you need to brake for the next corner. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That that's is your primary focus. And so actually sometimes, um, and it's kind of similar theory in some senses to like cold water therapy, Sometimes to feel cold is it's incredible. My God, how many um, how many people are ben benefiting from that? I mean, yeah, every I'm now in the ritual of every. Morning. Are you doing it every morning? I oh. do it every morning, and I, I kind of I don't I don't have a bucket or anything fancy. I live uh, in a flat in London, but I, I whack on the cold, cold shower. Cold, yeah. I just Perfect. kind of I do my wash, do my do my washing, my cleaning, and then yeah. whack on the cold, and I do it probably only for about forty-five seconds. Oh, that's good. It's enough, and it, and it always I just find it gives you that little snap. Yeah that little moment and actually yeah. I felt a similar way on the bike so I guess what, what I guess what we're saying is that find something that puts it you works. outside of your comfort zone sometimes find you. something that yeah. maybe scares you a little bit I do, I'm, I'm a total believer in in kind of doing that scaring myself to a point um Safely, I think yeah I think adrenaline is if you can learn how to use that as your friend it's an amazing thing. But you I... also learn, don't you, is whenever you're very nervous for something, whenever, or you're really feeling quite nervous, you get in the back of the bike, you get in the car, you've got a race or in the start line or whatever it might be, an exam you're facing, yeah. you learn, oh my God, this feeling so, this adrenaline, this nervousness, it's got it so, yeah, it's so hard to bear. Overwhelming. But yeah. then you do bear it, don't you? And you go yeah. and do it and actually you come out and go, oh God, I feel amazing for doing that. Yeah, totally. It didn't kill you. It and part of that is, is knowing, yeah, it's part of it is knowing <laughs> and sometimes, the counteraction of, of the feelings you get is going, actually, I know this is not going to kill me. Yes. I will survive it. This too shall pass. Well, thank you very much. Let's do uh, our health fact of the week. Yes, let's do it. So there's a word in this, guys, that I can't pronounce, so I'm not going to even try. Uh, <laughs> scientists found that uh, people who drive for pleasure release a high amount of a hormone that I cannot pronounce, which counteracts stress. And a yes. study from Columbia University in New York found that not only could driving boost cognitive function, saving off conditions like dementia but it also halts the aging process wow in her book drive time professor lynn pierce of lancaster university reveals that driving facilitates the thinking that may be associated with personal reflection problem solving meditation or the practice of mindfulness now, i think we can all kind of relate to that fact that when you're driving 
you do often go in almost meditative state or reflective Ooh. state. Like often you might say to someone, oh, did you see that back there, that building? No, Ooh. I didn't see it at all. It's not that you weren't present in that moment, you were driving and following the road, but Ooh. your brain, often that subconscious part of your brain, goes into that reflective state. And often we have really deep conversations, don't we? Ooh. When we're walking or we're driving, we're kind of moving. So it feels that, it, you know, we can feel that in science, but we I can feel that in real a, life. a reason why I love driving. It's the anti-aging ideas. No, I think very much. I go into a flow state mm. when I drive, and especially when I race, which is really weird. It's just that time kind of slows down, even though you're going, you know, 200 kilometers an hour, um, and it's very aggressive. Um, but you go into the state where everything just becomes very peaceful um, and you know there's been quite interesting um, research on flow states and so I totally totally believe that that there is this massive amount of calm relaxation balance kind of because I think you're concentrating on the road but you're doing it's a really weird thing because you're concentrating on something but you're not because you've got muscle memory mm. but your body is still doing this kind of quite complex thing remember when you first took your you know driving test yeah, it's not sure. easy um so you're doing something but your body's kind of doing it so you're thinking about it but you're not thinking about it in a state of flow like you said yeah. really isn't it? you're and kind of going with it it's kind of like you know to hit that brilliant golf shot you're you're, you're thinking about a thousand things but you're not thinking about anything. So true. The moment you think about that, that one thing, so you're going to true. shank the ball. So, so true. I think with the brain, it loves to think, it loves to overthink. And we try to train it not, unless you're a Buddhist monk, not to <laughs> overthink. But I think by doing something like driving or hitting that perfect golf shot or, you know, running, doing, getting to that, you know, the, what do they call the brick wall moment? Yes. You know, when you get to that meditative kind of, almost out of body state mentally is a very amazing place to be. But if you look at the extreme versions of that, like ultra marathon runners, yeah. they sometimes go into a state where they're running with friends that aren't there or people that yeah. aren't even with us anymore. And, and they go into so that kind exhausted. of, I know that's quite extreme state, yeah. but they really <laughs> go into that outer body yeah. place. But you know, back to that research, I mean, we know, you know, of a recent bit of uh, research that's been done looking at, um, exercise and dementia we know that yeah. exercise is one of the best ways to stave off dementia and it kind of makes sense that yes. you know performance driving or whatever that there's there's a real there must be a real close link between between the two i'd imagine exercise is such an important thing but even just i this would be my exercise for the day so i can't really? totally as exercise really just going exercise. out for a walk you know you don't have to be a gym bunny you don't no, have to kind of be ripped not. um just to get that that form of exercise and it is so important for everything and even you're saying for, for dementia um, that the brain really loves what we're doing movement, yeah. Yeah. or driving a car. And thank you for saying that because you know I think a lot of the time people think oh yeah it's a walking counters exercise of course yes. it does it's fantastic you're moving your body oh you're moving your best. joints getting your heart going your muscles yeah it's a you know you go out for a good 45 hour long walk and your legs are tired i'm ready to cut the tea put your feet up exactly. you know it's great for you so don't uh, don't for a second dismiss or put yourself down thinking oh i'm not in the gym so it doesn't count yeah. you know oh, I hate going back to that pat on the back stuff isn't it it's, yeah it's that kind exactly of, well, well done, done. <laughs> you smashed it and on that point we'll say well done to everyone for 
joining us for these three parts. Thank you so much for, you, for being so kind and so giving and so open. I really enjoyed this conversation. Thank and you. It's, it's been lovely. And, and to introducing us to such a beautiful place, and I'm sure Rolo, although he's absolutely filthy, yeah. is really, really happy. And I'm sure he's pretty present in the moment as well. He's going to get in the back of the car and do that little shake and yes. everything is going to be Carnage. covered. Luckily, we brought a uh, blanket, this kind of this muddy blanket, which he will neatly be going into moments before going into the, into the car. Thank <laughs> well, you so much for, you. For, for, for having me. Uh, sorry, having me. Well, thank you. you I'm so, I should be saying no. that. <laughs> thank you for having me on your, on your stomp, on your route, and thank you for coming on my podcast. Um, yeah, it's been absolutely amazing. Make sure everyone that you do um, head over to uh, Kid in the Sweet Shop and watch some of those videos. Even if you're not into cars, it's so relaxing. Watch something cool, yeah. watch a cool presenter, and oh, yeah, subscribe I'll to the channel. Support and subscribe to the channel. <laughs> Take <laughs> care, everyone, you. and goodbye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.